Hey guys, it's Jenna. Beach Dan. Welcome to Loosely Guided Conversations. Are we going to have a loosely guided conversation for you today? Very. Maybe the most loosely guided one we've had yet. But uh, first, I'd like to say we have been MIA. That's true. For a little while. And that is my fault. I was in the process of moving. I wasn't going to blame Jenna, but she took the blame herself anyway. So, she But had... that's over now. That's so... right. We're back on the air. Back to our loyal listeners. To a semi-regular schedule. So, yeah, exactly. That fits our schedule. Right. Semi-regular schedule that fits our semi-regular schedule. So today we had a, an idea that we were going to talk about some of the things that we love about a few of our favorite people, and we're still going to get to that. But we were discussing shortly before we started recording a few random things, and I would like to talk about why Cara Delevingne is attractive. First of all, Cara Delevingne is not a random thing. <laughs> she, she is a thing, or she's Miss Thing. Yes. Wow. We're both very, well, at least I shouldn't speak for Jenna. I'll let Jenna speak for herself. I am very impressed with Cara Delevingne and the way she lives her life in every aspect of her life, from the fun to the fun. <laughs> she seems to have a lot of fun. To the professional? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some of that, too, I guess. Um, but, yeah, no, we, we were watching the, I think it was Architectural Digest. Yep, Architectural where she Digest shows home her, tour. Her new home. Let me tell you, this woman is like the fucking lesbian Hugh Hefner. I, I like the George Clooney reference, too. She's okay. she's both of those, definitely. She, like, somehow, she manages to be, like, goofy, but super smooth, but really hot, but really chill, and she isn't trying, but she has an ego, but she doesn't. I don't understand it. Yeah, she has money, but she does, she uses it wisely. Doesn't, like, rub it in your face, even though she's enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah she does seem like she's got a good... Whatever she's doing is working for her, and we'd I like mean, to know more. I mean, the magnetism, just... Like, yeah, she's. You're definitely keeping your eyes on her when you're in the room. I mean, with her, or she's. On I can't screen. imagine anybody being at like a party at her house and not being into the host. Yes, I'm gonna tell you. I play. Po I have poker. I have pool. I have a ball pit. I have a secret room. I have a stripper room. I have a pool. A secret staircase. I play. I play instruments. Yep. I have a twelve foot bed. I have a huge kitchen. Yeah, the 12-foot bed, the bed the size of most people's I have rooms. a bar stocked with my Prosecco. Like, <laughs> come on. How do you, how do you, de how do you deny that? The deal she made with the devil was a good, she got a good deal for her soul. Whatever. She did. So, yeah. What kind of deal do I have to make for that? Can you please send me the yeah. details of that contract? Yeah, let Jenna know what she's, what it's going to cost her to live the car at Delavine. Yes, if I want to have all those things, what do I have to do? Well, you could, the easiest way to do it would just be to do Cara and then, you know, get Cara, call me. Hers. <laughs> if anybody knows Cara, call me. There's a large height difference, but it's okay. There is a, yeah, and she likes heels too, so. That's all right. You can make it work. You can make anything work when it's true love. Yeah. So, I'm happy for Jenna to, because I've been on the Cara bandwagon for a while, just because she's an easy person to like, obviously, if you listen to easy? us. Yeah, she, <laughs> we wish. If she was easy, she'd be here she with us like on the podcast right now. Aha, uh -huh, that. We all know that she herself, you know, as she herself describes, that buy or pan or whatever. So I'm not giving you the monopoly on I Cara. I didn't say I, I have a monopoly. I just said it seems like it'd be more difficult for you. <laughs> well, for a, a normal mortal human, probably, yes. <laughs> not for you. Yeah, but not for me. Either, exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, we love Cara, and we, we are always interested in seeing what she's up to, just because she's an interesting person. Yeah, like. props to Cara. You're and, doing something right. Jenna still can't decide if she's attracted to her or not, though, other to her physically. Okay, so <laughs> let's hear this. 
it's not that I'm not attracted to her. Obviously, I'm attracted to her. But I was saying you can't really pinpoint why you're attracted to her. But you weren't always attracted to her. No. Okay. I never thought she was unattractive, just okay, to clarify. That. That's true. Okay, I just wasn't particularly attracted to her. Right. It's all changing now. I don't folks. know where it changed, but somewhere along the line. <laughs> anyway, it's I was referencing an old Halsey interview where she was speaking, I think on it was on her first album on the Badlands tour, where she was talking about how She's not conventionally attractive or feminine, so she feels like a lot of people... Only in Halsey's mind is she not conventionally attractive. Or... Well, she is androgynous, and she's not, you know, she's not always typically the... No, I'll give you that. She does have some different looks. You know, it's a typecast femme look no, and all that. True. So maybe she's not what a lot of people think is attractive as a female, conventionally. So sad for those um, people. Yes. <laughs> but she was talking about how she feels like a lot of people see her at her shows and the energy and the attitude and all these things that she has, and they leave the show confused and not understanding why they're attracted to her. And I, yes, that's exactly. And I feel the same way about Kara. Like I, I can't tell you what it is, but it is. I guess I feel that way about King princess. Maybe trying to, no, trying to put that in, <laughs> okay, in okay. perspective for myself, trying to get an, a hold on what you're talking about. Cause I think it, for me, it's very easy to like Kara just cause she's super hot. So I start oh, with and that. The accent. I forgot the accent. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's going on. With her which is good is anyway so i my door in is the beauty and then i discover everything else but it's very easy yeah. for me to fall for her just with that as a typical cis white male sadly <laughs> that's what i am but you know and i'm a victim of that all those things so not really calling myself a victim of course no um, no anyway so i yeah so I, it's interesting for me to hear hear how you approach cara differently from I can attraction approach, to cara. i can approach cara <laughs> You would like, yes, I know. <laughs> I probably couldn't, actually. I would be way too terrified. I would be way too intimidated. <laughs> She'd probably reach out to you and say, hey, you, what are you doing over there? Come over. You look, why are you so shy? Come say doubtful, hi to. Doubtful. Come say hi to Kara. <laughs> she refers to herself in the third person. <laughs> probably. $28 million self-worth. She can afford to refer to herself. Come talk wants. to Kara. <laughs> you didn't talk about the, what was the room she had? The, the uh. The vaginal hallway? Oh, what the is vagina that? tunnel? The vagina tunnel, yes. Who does that? Come on. Lesbian Hugh Hefner does that. That's right. That's right. Normal what, people What did you call her? A, a gentleman Oh, what did I slut? I, I called her a, a perfect a, gentleman a, slut. A sophisticated gentlemanly slut or gentlemanly something like slut, that. Yeah. Gentlewomanly so, slut. To be fair, we, we're never using slut in like a derogatory. No, that's, like a, that's praise for us. You're open with your sexuality. You love sex. You're sex positive. Yeah, you're we're, a slut. That's great. We're totally not. We're using it in kind of like an ironic way. Yeah, exactly. But, we would both describe ourselves probably as sluts in the sense that we're happy to have. Yeah. Enjoy not quant, not quantity quality. Though, yeah. For me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, she's right. Anyway, but we had yeah, sluts is not a derogatory. No, no. So I say she, she's just not a slut in like the conventional, traditional derogatory way, but she's like a gentlemanly slut. <laughs> yeah, no, she's refined. That's sure. what it was. Yeah. A refined yeah. gentlemanly slut. It's Thank a, you. That is the word I use. It's almost like her father's a banker and she grew up with money in London and private schools and stuff. Almost. Almost. But we, we don't hold any of that against her because we love her and she's doing, as I told Jenna, Jenna probably agrees or to some extent, uh, she's doing with her money and fame and celebrity and good looks, the exact things that I would do if I had those kind of things. So I, yep. I think it's fantastic. She's enjoying life. And God bless her for living out and proud. You know, yes. that's, she's a huge Thank example for people you. of all ages and Thank sexes. You. Yep. 
it's huge. She's, and she's been that way from the beginning. She's never, I don't think, ever hidden. Uh, at least which, her, since she's been a published Which I have figure. to say is, is good because she is only, how old is 27 she? 27 or 20, 28. Okay, so she's in her late 20s, yep. but she's been a thing for what, solid 10 years, 10 years at least, now? At least. Which means that when she was, you know, 18 years old, she was, she was out and proud and sure yep. of herself and... Yeah, she's special like that. She, yeah, I mean, she that, that's, I'm not saying struggle. that's bad if you don't know who you are when you're 18. No, most of but, us don't, but she had an advantage somehow. She yeah, so I'm saying it's, it's kind of special that, uh, and I do respect that, that at 18, she was that confident in it to be that. Yeah, because I certainly wasn't confident at 18 in, in anything. Other than I was confident in my sexuality, I'll say that. Yeah, I, I guess that was the one thing I was confident <laughs> of, but I wasn't sure what I was doing with it necessarily. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so we love Cara, and she's been a topic of conversation today. If you haven't seen the Architectural Digest uh, clip on YouTube, it's like 14 minutes long, and it's a fast 14 minutes because yeah. it's very entertaining. She's just... She seems like she's fun to hang out with. Oh, yeah, she's definitely fun. One look at the house, you know she's fun to hang like, out with. Like, I want to have a beer with you. Yeah. I don't drink beer, but I still want to have a beer with you. The problem with her is she has to share her with everybody because she seems like she's one She of those. seems like she's probably a very, like, loyal girlfriend, though. Yeah, but she has lots of girlfriends. I'm not she saying she blows yeah. through women. Yes. And I'm, not, I'm, talking, I'm talking about just her circle. Oh, you know, she's got lots of friends. friends. Yeah. So you're sharing Kara with yes. a big. A lot Again, of not sense, not said in a hateful way. The blowing through girls thing. She just. Oh, yes, she no. just seems to have had. When it comes to girlfriends women. or relationships, yeah. yeah, she. Nobody looks at guys twice when that happens, and they shouldn't. And they, I guess they do look at her differently because she's a woman, but they shouldn't look at her differently. She's living her life. And no one ever says anything bad about her. Yeah. So, despite the fact that she's blown through 10 women, yep. or whatever it is, no not complaints. one of them has said anything bad right. about her. Yeah. Which leads me to believe she actually is a very good partner. A great. I think she must be a great partner. So, again, I think that's where the Clooney comparison for me comes in. Nobody's ever said anything bad about George Clooney, and he's been in high-profile relationships you know, for 30 years, whatever. So, yeah. And if you can pull that off, you know, because Hollywood loves to tear people down. Oh, yeah. They love to build them up to see them torn down. And if they can't do that to you, then you must be doing something right. So, yeah, Cara... She's a legend. Yes, legend. absolutely. Okay. That was a long time talking about Cara, but I think we should maybe move on from Cara. <laughs> well, all, our, all the Cara Delavine stands out there are going to be disappointed, but I'm sure that we will revisit Cara. Yeah, I didn't, mean it, I didn't mean for it to be that long. That's okay. <laughs> Who, nobody hates talking about Cara. Obviously, we love talking about Cara. It was a loosely guided Cara-sation. Ha! Ah. <laughs> This is like the punny guy over here, in case you guys didn't know. I don't know why she puts up with me, but she does. Fo yeah, follow us on Twitter. You'll see it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can follow Jenna on Twitter at, uh, what's your Twitter handle there? At Jenna Labriola. Oh, Jenna Labriola. That's an easy one. <laughs> yep. And uh, you can follow me at Beach Dan. And Twitter. you can and follow, you can follow us, us at Loosely Guided. Loosely Guided. That's correct. So uh, give us a shout out. Yep. Anyway. Uh, maybe we should segue into the thing that we actually wanted to talk about, being some of our favorite things about our favorite people. Okay, I, I've got a good start on that. Go. Um, All you. Because we wrapped up last time, and as soon as we were done, we were talking about our five, not, our current five favorite actresses or something we were talking about. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we wrapped up, Jenna looked at me and said, I can't believe Emma wasn't on your list, because I'm a huge Emma Roberts fan. A huge, Very surprising. Yeah, like huge, huge, huge. And it's mostly because she's been out of the limelight a little bit and, you know, the whole pregnant thing and all that kind of stuff. But I'm a huge Emma Roberts fan, so I wanted to correct, not correct, but I wanted to make sure I got a chance to talk about her a little bit. And uh, the number one thing for me about Emma that I love, at least in her 
on-screen persona that she takes is her sense of humor. She just cracks me up. Um, she's got the the bitchy, sarcastic uh, girl thing down to a T, you know, and um, it's always fun to watch. Like the screen, I first really fell for her in the um, We Are the Millers. I think a lot of people like that. Yeah. Like classic almost. I, I, know, I, I actually used to watch her in her Nick show. I wish I had seen that. I would go back and watch um, that if I had access to it. Unfabulous. unfabulous. Yeah. When so, I was a big Nick kid. Right on. I wish I had seen that. I, so I, I did. I think I'm a little bit older than her. Yeah, she's 31. Just turned 31. Okay, so we're the same age. Yeah. So I was basically watching it when she, I was the age she was on right the show. On, right a little right bit on. older. She was probably playing someone a little bit younger. Yeah, I like her enough I would go back and watch. So, um, But anyway, I love her sense of humor. And of course, I, I love the whole package she comes in. If, if you know me, she's that little you know she's petite cute 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 whatever so she's got it all and i'm crazy for emma and uh i'm sorry that she's off the market for the you know the market's sake but good it's good for, for her, her yeah though. it's good for her it's yeah but hopefully she'll her. return to film projects I'm and sure if not she, she left a nice collection of stuff behind that i'll always enjoy i love wild child all the time scream queens is one of my favorite tv series she did scream um, four too yep scream four yep she was actually not to spoil it for anybody but wasn't she the bad yeah. Yep. At the end. So. Yep. Everybody um, just always trying to get Sid, man. Everybody's trying to kill Sid all the time. <laughs> Scream is one of my Emma. favorite horror movies, FYI, to y'all out there. Yeah, we'll we'll probably have a Scream podcast because they're making a new Scream or a Scream they're TV series Scream or something. They're making they're a Scream five. five. Oh, that, with the cast. Now canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it without Sydney, man. That's right. No, she is Scream. Sydney Prescott. The franchise. So anyway, so I love Emma Roberts. I love her modeling campaigns. You know, she did the unretouched campaigns for Aerie whatever and um so just huge emma roberts fan and um look forward to seeing her kiss more girls on film because <laughs> she was just starting to do that till this dude came oh jeez, i'm sure she'll be back to more movies she's probably going to take a break for a little while one but of, i'm sure she'll be back good jenna has to assure me because she knows how hurt i am by the whole thing and one of our funny notice notices not notices what's the word i don't know but about emma is that almost every movie or a project she's in at some point she appears either in a bikini or her underwear that's like her signature thing <laughs> is it her signature thing though or do people creating the movies just like doing it to her oh i don't know but she's not, obviously she's as far as we know she's comfortable with it because she does yeah. it so you know she, i'm just yeah no that's, you know, a, yeah, that's just a, question. a brainstorm is yeah. it or is you know is it something that's being presented to her after the fact or is it always just in projects she happens to pick well she works with that ryan murphy who's supposed to be fairly I mean, he's an advocate, right? He's the guy who did Glee yeah, and all those Glee. kind of things yeah. and a bunch of other different stuff. So I don't think he would pressure her unnecessarily for like Screen Queen where she was in lingerie and point. stuff. Anyway, love, love Emma. And I wanted to make sure we got a chance to talk about her and her sense of humor. She's just so funny and sarcastic and whatever. And she pulls that off on screen. So, right on. Yeah. Right I know on. Jenna has, I, I have some other people. We're going to talk about a number of different people. So Jenna's going to. Yeah. I have just a couple, actually. Okay. But I'm semi-prepared for this. I don't normally write anything down, but I did write a few things down because I know I would forget a lot of them and then be mad that I didn't mention it. And then we'd have to do another new, another episode to catch up like we had to do this one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, in one of our episodes, we did touch on Pink. Yep. So, we're going we're gonna to bring her up again. Today. Excellent. Love Pink. I'm experiencing Pink through Jenna. Thankfully, she's Which educating me about Which is probably things. an experience. <laughs> it's pretty intense at times, but we've enjoyed the hell out of it. One day, I'll tell you about how we ran into her band at LAX. That's right. We travel with them. We're, we're 
You can share a lot of flights. Yeah. So. Jenna knows, Jenna's friends with uh, Derek, no, the guitar player. Don't listen to her. It's not even his name. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that during this episode at the end, or maybe we'll talk about it a different day. Okay. It might but, be um, worth its own yeah. podcast, Our Travels with Pink. Pink through me must be an experience. It is an experience. Um, <laughs> a good experience. I recommend it for everybody. It's probably an intense experience. It is a very intense experience. Okay. So Pink is one of my favorite people. So this may sound like I'm rambling off bullet points, and it's kind of because I am. <laughs> but it's all from the heart. Bullet points from the so, heart. All right. So first and foremost, I, I love her music. Number one thing. I love her voice. She's got one of the greatest voices I have ever heard in my entire life. I love how powerful she is, how vulnerable she is, how emotive she is. Oh, as a singer you're talking about. Yes, in general and as a person. But I love how intelligent she is, how honest and genuine and funny she is, how self-deprecating and sarcastic she is. Um, I love how hardworking she is and how she has continuously had to prove herself because so many people still don't get her. I think she's ridiculously gorgeous. I love her style and how androgynous she is. I love what an absolute advocate she is and how she's always fighting for the underdog, how she is a complete rock star presented in like a pop star package, Um, how physically strong she is, how she's doing things at her shows that nobody else would ever even attempt to do. I'm in awe of how much she seems to care about people, how she leaves so much of herself on the stage and cares so deeply about the people who go to work every day and take their money and spend it on her to put on a great show. I love what an awesome mother she is and how accepting and loving she is that she's like a total badass that will absolutely kick your ass if she needs to, but would rather give you a hug. And I love that she has been unapologetically herself since day one. And I, I just think she's a fantastic human being that a lot of people still don't understand. Well said. Thank you. Yeah, well said. (laughs) I would forget a lot of that if I didn't write it down. No, that was almost, I put a lot yeah, of thought into that. Yep, yeah, I can tell. That's good. Pink would Pink would probably love to hear that. Hopefully, she will hear that. I think she's one of our regular listeners. To be oh, honest yeah. with you, I think she's got a one of those uh, burner Twitter accounts. Yeah, you know, maybe if you want to tag her guitar player, if you actually know his name. Yep. He might show it. Derek, Pink's no. guitar player. Pink's guitar player, Derek, Jonathan. No. Damn. So if anybody actually wants to know her guitarist name, it's Justin Derek. Right. Justin, see, Derek, I knew I was, I was right there. Justin Derrick. And I said, Jonathan, I had Jonathan Derrick. He could easily, that's his, he checks into hotel rooms under that name. Yeah. Cause he needs to hide his name. Anyway, nice guy. We flew with him first class. We were having <laughs> champagne, Christ. told us all kinds of stories. It'll be in the book that we're writing. Yeah. And at the end of this, we'll tell exposés. you the real story. <laughs> that is the real story. No, was it? No. Was it? Oh, we, okay. he would like to lie to you. I would not. I don't, I don't like to lie. I just like to expand on what could possibly be the truth. And the, I believe, as a DC Comics guy, I believe in the multiverse. So there oh, are right, multiple right, versions right. Okay. of all of us, you know, many times over. Right, right. So, so in, the, in this multiverse. Right, somewhere in the multiverse where happened. we had champagne with pink. Maybe it was this one, maybe it wasn't. Okay, well, <laughs> in this universe, who else do you love? <laughs> you know who I, I'm going to throw it way, way back to somebody that is getting appreciation of late, but deserves appreciation for her whole career, uh, Jane Fonda. 
Huge Jane Fonda fan. She I was, did not see this one coming. Yep, she was one of the most, I think, obviously she's been an activist all her life, and that's wonderful. She was led such an interesting life. In the 60s, she was married to a French director, Roger Vadim, or Vadim, Vadim, mm -hmm. I think so. And it led a very bohemian lifestyle, lots of three ways and all this kind of sexy stuff. And she was one of the most attractive women of the 60s and 70s, one of the most accomplished actresses, two or three Academy Awards. And uh, just, and it just, living her truth, you know, whether it was popular at the time or not, you know, talking about from Vietnam to sex education for seniors mm -hmm. these days with all kinds of stuff in between. Just a great lady, well-rounded life, not always easy. If you've read her biography or autobiography, which I have. Um, so yeah, Jane Fonda, great legacy. And uh, her old work deserves to be cherished forever. Uh, it, just some, you know, like the film Barbarella is an early science fiction film where she plays a woman who uses love to kind of, conquer evil okay. and uh, it's influenced star wars and every science fiction film ever after so it just those kind of, and that's just one of her films you know um, so just love jane fonda and she deserves a shout out and she's still going strong in her 80s so god yeah. bless yeah. side note she was actually just on denny lovato's podcast oh i think i did see uh, something on twitter about that yeah. did, did you listen i haven't listened to that episode yet okay but i will soon Shameless plug for Demi Lovato's podcast, guys. Yeah, 4D with us, Demi Lovato. Go, go listen to Demi after you listen to us. 4D with Demi Lovato. Go listen 4D. to it. Yep. Check it out if you haven't yet. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, Jane Fonda. So that's great. She's connecting with a, with a completely different audience, at, and she's in her 80s. And that's fantastic of Demi to have her on there. Of course, Jane has interesting things to say, so she's probably a great guest, or is a great guest. Yep, I'm sure it'll be very good once I've Excellent. Excellent. So do you have uh, somebody else you'd like to shout out? Uh, I do. We haven't talked about her i think before we briefly mentioned her earlier today and that's halsey okay so halsey is another one of my favorites that we haven't had a chance to speak about yet so i have a couple of things not quite as long as things i don't think but um i do have a few things that i love please about i would like to hear what so, you have to say about halsey as a, as a halsey appreciator myself again mostly through jenna thank goodness she's opened my eyes and ears to lots of uh thank goodness you can stuff. handle intense experiences that's true because <laughs> okay. i do not love softly <laughs> i love loudly yes passionate all right so Go i Jenna. i do love how organically she rose to where she is now how she's like this sort of grassroots story that didn't blow up on radio but she just kind of built up her fan base on her own um i like that she's intrinsically kind of this like alt artist and scene kid living in a pop star world i like that she plays her own instruments she writes her own music she doesn't have superficial lyrics um i like how much of a physical artist she is too she you know she paints and she draws and very impressive you know she, she she's does. not only an artist in the musical form but also in the physical i like how intelligent and articulate she is and how fully thought out her albums and her concepts are how interactive she is with her fans and what an incredible memory she has when it comes to meeting her fans. Another person who is so open about their sexuality and being a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And I do love how androgynous she is and how I feel like she's helping a lot of younger people discover and embrace their own sexuality. And now she's teaching younger fans about pregnancy. Yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say on that. We love Halsey in this. No, house. really though, I, I I'm happy for her. Yes, of course we're happy. So congratulations, Halsey, and yep. those are just a couple of the things I love. About That's her. great. No, you you are a big Halsey 
backer for sure. And uh, I do love her multi-talents. And I love that. That's what I think a lot of the girls, women that we really like have something in common. They're good at more than one thing. Yeah. You know, I think that's something that we They need appreciate. to learn to share their talents. That's they right. They can't hoard them all. That's right. They need to come to Pompano Beach, Florida and share their talents on our podcast. Yes. If anybody out there wants to, we're open to speaking to, to anyone on air. Yeah. Pretty much. As long as you're not a hateful bitch. <laughs> you can talk with Jenna. Jenna will talk to anybody other than the hateful bitches. Yeah. As long as long as you're not a, a bigoted, ignorant person. We'll put it on on the uh, speakerphone and I'll, I kind of lurk in the background what Jenna had, and I just throw in a comment every now and then. Yeah. So, but yeah, we're open to that. Jenna's going to give you her uh, phone number to call up in here soon. So. Five five five. Okay. What was that again? That's like a taxi cab number. Five 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 yeah. five 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 five. So, did you have uh, anybody else you want to talk about, Halsey? That's a good one. I do, yeah, but uh, you got anybody else? I do. Let me see who I have on my. I have such a such a list. Can I just talk about? I know we kind of talked about Margot Robbie. I didn't. Yeah. No, she didn't make my cut, but she made my cut of important characters in my life in Harley Quinn. And I love that Margot produces Harley and has such an interest in all the content and has read all the comics and loves the character and wants to do all the cool things that the character is capable of doing. If you look and read the comics, you know all the stuff that her and Ivy get into, and uh, I just love. I love Harley Quinn and I love Margot Robbie. So when they come together, I just love that combination extra. And the fact that Margot loves Harley really, uh, I think it's great. I love her and that makes me special because yeah. Harley's very special to me. So, of course. Okay, I got choked up. I have to. That's the weed talking. <laughs> so, but Harley. He doesn't actually care that much. <laughs> Jenna's lying. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, this is one that is not like an extensive paragraph. But it's also someone we haven't touched on yet. But ironically, Dan and I were talking about her a little bit earlier today. So I want to talk about Jenna. Uh-oh. So for those of you who don't know that I, I'm not speaking in the third person. <laughs> I'm not talking about how much I love like myself. like Cara Delevingne referring yes. to Cara. <laughs> I'm actually referring to Jenna McDougal, who is the singer in a band called Tonight Alive. Was. Is. They could change their name to reflect the new status. Tonight, I thought you were going to say to like reflect something would be the new <laughs> Tonight missing in action or tonight missing. Tonight, tomorrow. Tonight missing persons. Tonight. Uh, they're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, I believe. So hence the joke. But, but um, who's the lead singer of that band again? Jenna McDougal. Jenna so McDougal. I'm not talking about myself. No. I'm talking about Jenna McDougal. Fabulous Jenna McDougal. Look, Google her. She's worth a Google. Yes. <laughs> Please do. What video does she look better in, Lonely Girl or Starlight? Well, considering you hesitated. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of the name of Starlight. Um, I actually am going to have to say Lonely Girl. Okay, see, I like Starlight. I know but you I, like Starlight. But, but, I, but it's just the flannel. That's true. And I would take either look, happily. She looks great in both. That's yeah. a great thing about her. She looks great in both. Anyway. Okay, so on to my actual reasons. Yeah, sorry. Those were my reasons. All right, so again, <laughs> firstly, the music. Love the music. Yeah. Yep. I love how... Yep. I just realized I'm going to say I love and I like a lot. I'm sorry. I'm not being. That's because we love and like things a lot. So what other words are you going to use? Not that that's out of the way. Um, (laughs) I like how her voice fits the music perfectly. I like that she kind of truly embodies like punk rock in her life. And it's not just a style of music or a style of dress. But I do love her style. Um, I love how kind she is and how warm she is. 
and I am saying this as someone who has had several interactions with her. These two Janos have spent quality time together, let's just put it that way. Yeah, so I'm not just talking on my ass on that. She truly is very, very warm. Uh, I like that she plays instruments, she writes all of their lyrics, how generous and open and tolerant she is. I like how passionate she is about animal rights and about veganism and spirituality and her lifestyle and educating people on those issues. She is passionate. And again, you guys should know by now, if you've listened to however many episodes we've done, I have a thing for Australians. <laughs> so I really love her accent and I think she might just actually be the most beautiful person I have ever seen. And also happens to have one of the biggest hearts I've ever encountered. That's a hell of a combination right there. So, Jenna McDougal. Ladies and gentlemen and everything in between. Our Jenna right here got choked up talking about her Jenna McDougal. And I got choked up talking about my Harley Quinn. So, that's just, that's how we feel. Yeah. God bless. Deep feelings. A lighter taste for me in love affairs with celebrities and the characters they play is Kristen Bell, who I first met through the Veronica Mars series and then the Forgetting Sarah Marshall movie, which is a modern classic probably. Um, so I love Kristen Bell. Again, the sense of humor and, and the intelligence behind the humor I think is always attractive and it's such a great quality. And I think she can sing and, you know, she's a good actress, comedic actress. So she's just a fun person to enjoy in series like veronica mars where you get three seasons of character development and all that kind of stuff and she's a wise cracking high school slash college detective over the course of the three seasons whatever you know it's just because she's the son of the sheriff of the town who's got run out of office and is now a detective so she starts out helping him and develops her own skills and stuff it's very interesting i've never seen this show yeah it's a shame so. she hates kristen bell we've been through this many times god she hates kristen bell with a passion but i yeah. love i make up for it by loving kristen bell we're yes. kidding. She doesn't. I hate don't Kristen hate Kristen Bell. Bell. I just, just don't really know anything about yeah. Kristen Bell. I'm going to educate. She educates me about many, 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 many things, and will continue to hopefully for the rest of our days. But I'm going to educate her about Kristen Bell at some point. So maybe that starts today. I don't know. But love Kristen Bell. Uh, love her open relationship with her husband. Open in the terms of they're honest about their troubles, and you know he's an addict in recovery and that kind of stuff. So they're real people who happen to live in Hollywood and make ridiculous amounts of money and have a perfect family. But uh, other than that, love Kristen Bell. So happy to have the legacy of hers in my library to uh, enjoy for life. And again, introduce Jenna to at some point. At some point. At some point. Other, we have many priorities that change all the time. So it's hard for us to nail down with certainty any one thing other than I'm continually learning from Jenna. Oh, so, likewise. Yeah, There's such a world out there that we need to be educated on. That's right. We just need the time and the money. So if you want to donate uh, some money so we can have the time. That's right. We we will. We'll come up with a Patreon. We're grateful for all of our listeners, and we want your financial contributions to help keep this great program going. Yeah. So anyway, Jenna, please enlighten us as to another person that you feel needs deserves mention on this podcast. So, you know, since we just haven't talked about her before. I find that hard to believe. Who is it? Taylor. Oh. Taylor. Yeah. Haven't ever spoken about her before. No one knows I like her, actually. <laughs> it's coming out of the Taylor closet. Yeah. yeah. New discovery. <laughs> um, all right. So really, where where do I begin with Taylor? At the beginning. Lyrics. Music and lyrics. God, I love her music and her writing in a way that I cannot even explain. And it is 
imperative to my heart and soul. I love her intricate storytelling and how meaningful and intelligent and detailed her lyrics are, how emotive she is and how when she's performing, you can see and hear everything she was feeling when she wrote that song. I like how eloquent and articulate she is, how funny she is, how strong and determined she is, how generous she is, how much she gives to charity, how much she gives to her fans. I think she has a relationship with her fans that is unparalleled. I'm still waiting for rep room. Go ahead. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, from how much we support her and all of her endeavors to how she shows her appreciation for us and our connection. I mean, really, like name another artist that sends their fans money, sends them gifts, shows up at their engagement parties, gives them handwritten letters and merch, meets them for free after shows, and literally invites them to her house and bakes for them and lets them play with her cats and hold her awards and listen to an entire album before it's released. You can't name an other artist like that because they don't exist. I kind of love that if you're not in on it, then you actually don't understand the connection and you probably think we're crazily and delusional, but that's okay. I love how she kind of changed the game just by being a girl with her guitar how much she sticks to her guns and doesn't let anybody change the music she makes, how strong she is in her convictions, how she has never stooped to the levels of her haters or the people trying to tear her down. And she continues to win and to best them by continuing to do things her way and just be herself. I love how influential and inspiring she is to an entire generation of artists that are coming up right now, how she can have an entire arena in the palm of her hand screaming lyrics to entire songs word for word or like crying from the depths of their souls whether she's doing like a full-on production with an entire band or she's just accompanying herself on guitar or piano um i like that she leaves clues for us in the things that she's done since she started how humble and respectful she is and i love how after all this time and how much things have changed that it's kind of like nothing has changed and she's still just a girl with her guitar even though she's quite literally one of the biggest stars in the world. Now, there are very few people that you can say are once-in-a-lifetime artists, and she is one of them. And I have the subtle brag of being able to say that I saw it when she was 16. Yep, hashtag humble, humble brag. Hashtag humble brag. Yep, hashtag humble, humble brag. So, yep, we love Taylor Swift, and I'm only beginning my love affair with Taylor Swift because Jenna is, again, educating me about that. And uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. I think, we're, and we've watched lots of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Not, and there's, I have lots. I have miles to go, and it'll be. It's a fun journey to unravel Taylor Swift's life and all the, um, you know, like Jenna says, the lyrics. There's a lot there, and when you you're into it, it means that much more. So, and she's a great stage performer, and it comes back to me for how entertaining someone is on stage. And she, I've discovered, is heck of an entertainer yeah anybody can be a studio singer yep that's true pretty much that's true so no she's great love love taylor love being introduced to taylor or you know learning about taylor from jenna and if there's one thing jenna's passionate about it's taylor swift and she's passionate about many many things but if there were only one thing she would be passionate about it would be taylor, taylor. swift i think yeah so bless i say one day before i die i will be able to hug this woman I think that's going to happen. We're going to make that happen. 
Probably One day gonna, before I die. When she's on the podcast, there'll be lots of hugs <laughs> to go around. Uh, so life lifetime goal right there. That's a worthy goal. That's a worthy goal. So we're work, we're working towards it. Yeah. We have one podcast episode at a time. Yeah. So would you guys like to hear the actual story of meeting Pink's band? I would like to hear the actual <laughs> story since story. I was apparently not there because the story I remember got shot down. So you should hear the story about Jess Bowen and Jenna okay. in an alley in Orlando oh, behind the club. God. That's for you know what? Podcast. Why don't you tell that story? You can tell that story, that, and I'll tell the Pink story. That deserves no, its that. own podcast. We're gonna be or we're gonna maybe we'll have Jess on. Legal, and she will have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Jess, you want to lawyer up for this conversation? She will have no idea. All right, please. What, what were we talking about now? Uh, LAX, Pink's Band. Oh, yeah, please. Tell us a story about how you how It's we not a long story. It's a, it's a pretty short story. We were in the Delta Lounge, whatever, having champagne cocktails and shrimp. And Chrissy was there because Chrissy's always in the Delta One Lounge. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We, say, we said, hey, Chrissy, what's up? We'd hang out, but we're with Pink. Because Pink flies commercial flights all the time. Well, okay, I meant, I meant Pink's band. It's true. We didn't actually see. We didn't see Pink. We didn't hang no. with Pink. We just saw. We just saw Derek, John, Justin, Justin. Why is this so hard for you? I don't men's names. <laughs> they don't stick. <laughs> What's the point? Um, yeah. You know what? Let's segue on Chrissy for a second. Chrissy. We're gonna we're gonna circle right back to Pink, but this is a loosely guided conversation. So let's segue to Chrissy and all these features she's been doing. Maybe that's I mean, only... not not her featuring on people's music, yeah. but I mean, she's of... done that too. She's done that too. But the the random ass people no one's heard of featuring on ATC stuff. I think there's a there was a word we're looking for. It's synergy. Yes. So no, oh, I don't know what's going on. It's a lay. I'm sure it's labor decisions and there's money. A hundred percent, like OG ATC Chrissy supporters. That's like, it. No hate at all. No. Coming from a place of love. That's it. I just, I have nothing against features. I just think that if you're going to do features, it should be beneficial for both people. I'd like to know who, did they go to the label and say, hey, let's do this tune and feature this person? Or did the label come to them and say, hey, you want to put a feature on this? Maybe I'm being selfish or maybe I'm being biased and maybe I'm very wrong. I just feel like they should be featuring some other female pop punk, pop rock, rock girls i would like to see that obviously i don't expect them to do it just because i want to see it right but they should though but i would like to see a feature with any any other female in the scene honestly yeah i don't know how much control they have i, I would like to think that the band has all the control if they wanted to do something like that they could make it happen but i don't know if that's really reality or not so, yeah I know. but i would love to see all that we're saying this is people who have no idea how it works that's right but we know it would work in our worlds which we spend most of the time in our worlds right. fantasy you world. know <laughs> maybe maybe someday we'll see a you know a paris and atc thing or like a lights and atc thing or you know, even like a courage my love slash soft cult atc thing yeah, you've mentioned lots of those artists. They're all very good choices to collab, and it'd be interesting to see who they're, how they come up with who they're going to collab with. Maybe we could ask that at the next meet and greet. We'll do. Remember that a year from now. That's right. Remind us, dear listeners. So, um, okay, circling back. Yes, please. Back to the thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so we had got, we went to, we actually went to LA to see Tonight Alive on a tour that didn't end up happening. But we still made the trip out to L.A. for a few days. Yeah, we had a great time. We just didn't get to go to the concert. We wanted yeah. To go to. So when we were flying back, 
we were at LAX and we were standing in line to, to get on, you know, for, I think we, yeah, it was, it was when we were actually standing in line to, to board the plane. And I, rem- I remember staring behind me back at this guy and I just kept looking at him thinking, man, this guy looks so familiar. I knew right away who he was. You don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I kept, in my mind, I'm thinking, this guy looks so much like Pink's drummer. So I turned to Dan and I said, hey, I'm not sure, but I think that might be Pink's drummer. And he said, yeah, I don't know. I can't help you with that. (laughs) (laughs) I I still say that. Well, yeah, but again, when we're talking about intense love for Pink. Oh, yeah. How how many people are going to recognize her band at a fucking airport? Like, that's how many times I've watched live things of her and seen her live. Jenna can't be stopped. You Um, just have to learn to live with it. You can take that as being stalkerish or passionate, whatever you want. Um, she's a passionate stalker and all the best she's a fan not a stalker there's a difference yes so he was like i don't know can't help you and a couple seconds later i look to my left and i see this guy who looks exactly like her guitarist and then he turns and he actually has a guitar on his back so i tapped in and it said pink's guitarist on it so she goes hey this (laughs) i'm 99 percent sure that this is pink's guitarist and then the line moved up and he ended up standing right next to me. So I was like, should I say hi? Do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I bother him? Do I not say something? Do I say something? And I just turned to him and I said, Justin? He said, yeah. I said, oh, okay, I thought so. And he said, do I know you? <laughs> and I said, no. This but... was before we were podcasters, so now of course he knows us. Yeah, I said, then. no, but I know that you play for me. He said, yeah. So we started to talk for a minute and that's when I realized that the rest of her band was on the flight too. We were flying back to Fort Lauderdale, and at the end of the week, her tour actually started in Fort Lauderdale. So the whole band was flying over to get ready for it. And I, you know, I told him I actually happened to be going to that show. Duh. But you know, so we talked for a minute, and you know, that was it. But I just kept thinking, wow, if I'm this excited and freaked out about meeting and speaking to Justin and having this much of like a minor heart attack. <laughs> Being like one degree of separation. Yeah, that was can a brush with fame there. Can you imagine how I would, what would happen if I ever actually met Pink? I'd have the defibrillator. <laughs> I, I would actually, yeah, maybe pass out. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just thinking about it now, I'm really getting flustered. So yeah, that's the story of our encounter with Justin. That's a good story. I, I remember it differently, but that's fine. And um, I will say that one of the things that appealed to me about that experience was learning from Jenna, that Pink has had the same band members basically for years. Oh yeah, for like over 10 years. As a person who loves live performance, I hate to see pop stars with just these rotating bands behind them that aren't necessarily passionless, but they're not connected to the music in the way that people who regularly play together are connected to the music that they're playing. So So that impressed me about Pink as a performer and a professional that she was using the same band members long term so that yeah. was a very well, part of if, my learning experience if you I'm haven't really seen her new on. documentary on amazon and if any of you haven't seen it she touches on that actually in it. she talks about how a lot of people in her position they just like to constantly audition and cycle people in and out and she can't stand it she hates auditioning they basically like if it's not broken don't fix it if you have great people working with you and you're making them and they're making you know you're making them better they're making you better you and you gotta be able to live together on a bus yeah for so like you have time, these so. people that become your family and once you find these really good people it's not it's not hard to keep them at all you just have to treat them right and that's again back to why we love pink yeah. um yeah she's 
they're they're like a you know gypsy touring family pretty much they've been together for i think the you know the youngest band member she's been with you know young in, in terms of seniority and length of time working with her is still over like 10 years yeah very so. impressive and that you know obviously she has to have something besides a job for these people to want to come back to all the time too so it says a lot about her that people who could be in demand for other touring acts you know stick with pink because they like the way she operates and who she is and, and whatever so yeah uh, i assume so Absolutely. Yep. Shout out to Pink and shout out to Jenna, who again has made me pinker. You're welcome. Hey, does anybody out there watch Westworld? Yes. No. No. Yes. No. I saw the movie. You saw the movie? Yeah. No. The the 1974 Yule Brenner movie. It's great. Okay. Well, that one doesn't have Evan Rachel Wood. That's true. Yeah. No. Yule Brenner is no Evan Rachel Wood. I keep trying to get Dan to watch Westworld. I will. No, I want to. I can't make the commitment right now. Hasn't worked yet. It's quite confusing. Can somebody out there explain it to me? It's a great show. I love it. I don't understand a lot of it. Can they, if they want to explain it to you, can they reach you on that 555 number? 555-5555-555 or reach out to us at Loosely Guided. Please explain what the fuck is going on. I, I really like the show. Maybe that's all you need to know. I really do. I think it's kind of genius, but maybe I'm not smart enough to follow it. <laughs> Have you gone on, like, Wikipedia to try Oh, yeah, and... yeah, yeah, for sure. I've read, like, the breakdowns after the season, and okay. it helps. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's one of those things you probably have to watch, like, six times before you Good, actually I love, that's catch what I love. everything and can, and can piece it all together. Love it. And it also, you know, it kind of jumps back and forth in timeline and stuff like that. And, and, and story arc. And I'm sorry? You look at her the whole time. And Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> yeah. So, in case you haven't figured it out, we also like Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, we do. We do. And I'm only talking about it now because I I know I know that the season ended like a year ago. But I'm one of those people who will binge watch the crap out of something, but if I don't finish it in my binge and then I have to go to work the next day or something else is going on, I lose my sense of urgency and I won't watch the last 3 episodes for like 6 months. And that's exactly what happened with Westworld. So I just finished it. <laughs> Excuse me. So you know, I'm on a little bit of a Westworld Evan Rachel Wood kick right now. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I'm just, you know, maybe tweeted us and yelled at him to watch Westworld so somebody else can watch it and talk about it with me and I can figure out what the fuck is going on. I, I'll get it started for sure. I, I, that's a promise. Maybe. Or maybe Evan can explain it to me. That would probably be your preferred delivery method. of. She doesn't have a Twitter anymore. But if somebody wants to reach out to her on like Instagram and tell she her to please. She does have a kid and a husband though. She's not, no, she's divorced. Oh, even better. She has a kid. She's, That's she's, okay. There's, there's nannies in daycare, so. Yeah. Um, also, someone who is very open about their sexuality. Thank you, Evan. Yep. Representing the bisexuals out there. Yep. Hard hard representation. Yep. Yeah, they don't have it easy. They don't. Honestly. And I, I have to say, as, you know, tolerant and accepting as I think I am, I know I'm guilty of it, the hating on bisexuals. Oh, yeah? Really? Thing. I have definitely, you know... Dumped that, on them a little bit. Okay. And that's not because I don't like bisexuals or I think it's not a real thing, but just because of some of my own personal experience with bisexuals. So, <laughs> um, but that's, you know, unrelated. That's another podcast. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. But, um, I know yeah. what she's talking about. But, but, uh, yeah, I applaud her because a lot, of, I feel like bi representation is not. Yeah, people, it's people not very it. prevalent. Yeah, people dismiss it. People sure. dismiss it as either you're straight trying to be trendy or you're gay trying to 
still fit in and not let that go yet. Yeah. Or you're not fully committed either yeah, way. You're, so yeah, way like you you're, basically, you're greedy. You just want everything. Um, so I think they have it kind of rough, actually. Yeah. Well, we would like it to make it easier on Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, that would all stem from if anybody knows Evan or wants to reach out to Evan on Instagram or any other social platform that she has that I may not know about, please tell her to explain it to me. Yep. Yep. And she can explain it to us right here at Loosely Guided Conversations. We'd love to have her on. Yeah. And uh, we promise to lift her up even higher than she already is. In multiple ways. <laughs> Jenna. Well, you know, just saying. Just it's available saying. if you want it. That's right. Jenna's just saying, just laying the truth out there. All right. Fantastic. Maybe, maybe we'll wrap on that today. Sure, let's wrap on that. That's a good All right, wrap. guys. Until next time, peace out, rock out. Peace out, rock out, rock out with your peace out.